Good morning, everybody. We've got a lower trade in the grain markets on Wednesday morning. As of the 745 pause in trading, May corn futures down one and three quarters at 385 and three quarters. May soybeans down six at 896 and a quarter. May Chicago wheat down five cents at 560. May Kansas City wheat down six and three quarters at 486 and a quarter. May spring wheat down five and three quarters at 543 and three quarters. U.S. processors crushed a record amount of soybeans for the month of January. The monthly crush number, according to yesterday's NOPA report, just under 177 million bushels. That's a a fantastic print. It was up from about 175 in December and also above January of last year, which was uh, closer to 172. Soybean oil stocks grew to the highest level in 21 months, according to the report. I think soybean processing margins are are pretty good, apparently, uh, based on the crush number. So uh, in the soybean market, we've got the tale of of two pieces of demand here. Uh, You know, your, your demand for U.S. soybeans is essentially twofold. It's crushed domestically and then exports. The crush side has been very good. Exports have been very soft. The U.S. dollar hit a new all-time high versus the Brazilian real this morning. A strong dollar and weak currencies in the countries of our competitors, Brazil, Argentina, also uh, the EU, the Black Sea region. That's a big negative for export potential when it comes to corn, soybeans, or wheat. The strong U.S. dollar just makes it kind of an uphill battle in these markets. Coronavirus cases have topped 75,000. The death toll has hit more than 2,000. The numbers indicate uh, this week that the amount of new cases are is slowing. We're seeing less new cases, and we're not seeing this exponential rise like we saw during the first few weeks. Now, it's unclear whether or not really any control has been garnered over the virus. Chinese officials said the apparent slowdown in infection rates is evidence that the virus is being brought under control. Global health officials say it's still early to call, and, and it's still too early to say exactly how this will play out. There's been some chatter that the virus could hinder potential Chinese purchases of U.S. ag products, as outlined in the Phase 1 trade deal. Wheat futures posted their largest one-day gain in eight months yesterday. Spot-month SRW futures gained 24 cents. Spot-month HRW futures gained 20 cents. Spring wheat futures up about 14 there was some debate, uh, the, the news wires and a lot of analysts pointing to the lighter Australian crop that could lead to improved demand for U.S. and Canadian wheat. And I, I guess there were some new Australian crop estimates out there. But that is not fresh news. Australia is in the midst of a multi-year drought. There, it's, it's not fresh news that Australia, who's, who's not a huge player in, in the global export market for wheat, uh, is going to have a light crop. So I don't really think that's it. I don't know if it was just... Um, you know, pre-delivery jitters. I don't know if it was if it was a, a short squeeze. I don't know what it was, but I'm not buying the uh, Australian story, and it doesn't really matter in any case. Uh, one thing that does matter when you look at the wheat, uh, private groups are estimating that funds were net long more than 50,000 contracts of SRW wheat at yesterday's close. That would mark only the third time in the last five years that funds have taken a long position of more than 50,000 contracts, and you've only seen this occur a handful of times, five or six times, uh, since CFTC began their modern era of record keeping in 2006. So we're kind of in, uh, it, we're in extreme length territory when it comes to the funds and the SRW wheat market. March grain options expire on Friday. Uh, make sure to examine any remaining open positions there. USDA will hold its annual Outlook Forum on Thursday and Friday this week. As part of the forum, the government will release tentative 2021 balance sheets for corn, soybeans, and wheat. The market doesn't care about this stuff, um, but I think it will be interesting, at least for me, to see what sort of impact the USDA 
uh, believes that this trade deal will have on Chinese purchases of both U.S. and foreign ag products. I'll be very interested to see that. I don't believe it. Again, I don't believe it'll be a market mover, but it's it's something to watch, especially the China stuff. I mean, I don't think they're going to be able to predict acreage. Or, of course, they can't predict yields, and even demand is very difficult to predict. Uh, but I, I will be interested to see what they do with the China stuff. The corn market continues to consolidate. I, I talked about Chinese purchases in my podcast earlier this week, and I think that you will see Chinese purchases of some U.S. commodities make headlines here in the next few weeks. That would be my guess. Uh, the The news reports are, are citing sources indicating that we'll see some purchases maybe in the first week of March. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Now, I think what you'll see initially, at least, you'll see some goodwill purchases. There'll be smaller purchases. They're not going to be, it's not going to be a big surge, I don't believe, because we just have a lot of, of issues, especially with our soybeans, which are not competitive. Could China buy some corn? Sure, they could. Could they increase purchases of, of products from the protein sector? Uh, pork, beef, poultry in particular, uh, those would all be good candidates. So I think you could see some positive headlines out of this China thing the next uh, two to three weeks. I do. March basis contracts will need to be rolled or delivered by late next week. Uh, I think you'll see a lot of March basis contracts in corn rolled. You've only got what, four cents a carry from March to May. Um, but you'll see a lot of, of, of corn priced as well. And that's something that could pressure the market between now and uh the end of next week. Soybean futures have kind of consolidated. We've still got a lot of problems here. Lack of Chinese purchases, huge crops in South America, this this big currency problem. Um, so a lot of issues here for the moment. Uh, wheat markets acted well. Big rally yesterday. Gave back some of it here overnight. Uh, we'll see if we find some follow-through buying here later today. Cattle market started higher yesterday. Backed off, finished unchanged, slightly higher uh, yesterday. So a little bit of volatility there. Ahead of the cash open, the Dow Jones is up 90 points. The S&P is up about 10. We've got uh, the bonds a little bit lower. U.S. dollars up a little bit and has been very, very strong. We've got the crude oil up about 91 cents, uh, 53.20 last in the April WTI. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www standardgrain.com. Go to my website, click on grain marketing plan, take a look at my subscription service, 49 bucks a month. You will know when and how I'm marketing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. It includes my morning email, which goes out every morning at 630 central time. Also our text message service. Everyone have a great day. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.